Ladies and gentlemen, in today's video, I warn you in advance, I'm gonna be talking about a lot of negative things, a lot of things that you need to be aware of, what you need to prepare for. And of course, the reason I don't do these videos all the time anymore is because people start crying and say, doom and gloom, oh, I can't, I can't handle all of this. Well, if you can't handle knowing what's gonna be coming in the future, then there's no way you're gonna be prepared for these things and you're gonna get absolutely hit hard by them when they occur. Just look at all the things that are going on right now in the world. Look at the energy prices, look at the food inflation. I talked about all this stuff and was called a crazy conspiracy theory a year ago, two years ago, for saying all of this stuff was gonna happen. And now here we are. So let's talk about some other important things. but. I wanna start with a story first. So let me read this very short fable out to you. And this is called The Horse, The Stag and The Hunter from Aesop's Fables. A quarrel had arisen between the horse and the stag. So the horse came to a hunter to ask for his help to take revenge on the stag. The hunter agreed but said, if you desire to conquer the stag, you must permit me to place this piece of iron between your jaws so that I may guide you with these reins and allow this saddle to be placed upon your back so that I may keep steady upon you as we follow the enemy. Okay, you know where this is going. The horse agreed to the conditions and the hunter soon saddled and bridled him. Then with the aid of the hunter, the horse soon overcame the stag and said to the hunter, now get off and remove those things from my mouth and back. Not so fast, friend, said the hunter. I have now got you under bit and spur and prefer to keep you as you are at present. If you understand why I'm telling you that story, please drop a comment in the comment section below because I would love to know how many of you are actually awake at the moment. So in case you haven't realized yet, we are deep into this fourth turning cycle. We're halfway through it right now, where a lot of these crises are now converging into uh, what is becoming a super crisis. We've had all the things I just mentioned. We had the great reset initiative where everything is coming together as well. We have a crazy stock market that isn't based or valued on the company's value and productivity and efficiency and what it's creating for society by uh, investing into research and development to make sure they have better product lines for the future. No, companies right now are doing very little of that. They are doing all sorts of things from share buybacks to trying to cut costs here, cut costs there, more AI, more robotics. How do we have less staff so that we can make more of a profit? How do we invest as little as possible into research and development? You've got to ask yourself this, how can the stock market be at record highs over the last couple of years in a really diabolical period that we are in? It doesn't make any sense unless you view it from the eyes of people like myself and you see what's really going on. The interest rates are historically low. In fact, they are so low that they are helping for inflation to go higher. People just don't realize what's going on. They are listening to the news and the government saying, um, you know, like this week, oh, this inflation is because of Russia invading Ukraine. Look, it's none of these things that they keep saying. The inflation was already here. I mean, people, it's as if people have I can't really understand what's happening in people's minds at the moment when I have these conversations with them. 
and they say this inflation is from the Russian invasion of Ukraine. And I say, well, what about six months ago? What about my broccoli or my carrots or my milk or something going up in price six months ago? And they say, well, hmm, must have been something to do with the invasion, but I can't quite figure it. No, no, it's nothing to do with the invasion. Inflation is an increase in the money supply. You've still got the same amount of goods and services, but now you have more currency or money, if you want to call it that, chasing those goods and services. It's very simple. So who is creating this run up in the stock market? It is the central banks by creating, look, furlough and stimulus and all of this. There is no such thing as a free lunch. You might think it's a great thing to get all this stimulus and furlough over the last couple of years, but guess what? That currency, that money had to come from somewhere. It came from the central bank via the government creating bonds. This all has to be paid back eventually. What they did was they stole from the future to ease the pain in the present back then. But now it's creating a lot more pain for everyone. This was really, if you think about it, a form of socialism, because what they did was they stole from everyone, the whole, every single person in society, they stole from them in the future via inflation that we're seeing now by giving money to pretty much everyone in the past. Unfortunately, most people just can't seem to grasp this and they think it's free money. They think inflation right now is all because of Russia invading Ukraine. Please don't buy into these narratives. If you start buying into all of this stuff, you're gonna buy into everything else that they put out. Fortunately for me, I have the time to actually do the research and track a lot of things that most people simply can't do because they have a nine to five job. Probably 90% of you watching this video have a day job, so you can't do the sort of research that I do. But if you look back when I talked about the crisis on the border with Belarus and Poland, I said in that video about all of the Russian um, armaments and troops actually amassing on the Ukrainian border. So people just think a lot of this stuff is a, is a mystery and comes by surprise. No, there are some people out there that see a lot of things way before they actually happen. And what we are seeing right now is a very dire acceleration into what could be in a worst case scenario, World War III. Now, of course, no one wants this. And it's bizarre to me that some people who I know in my social circle, I'm embarrassed to say, but these are the people that say, lock down the world to save one life. And now these same people, I'm not joking you, are the ones saying, we need to go to war. We need to send troops in. And it's like, are you, are you even hearing yourself? Some of the things you're saying now, sending British, uh, American, Canadian, Australian troops into Ukraine to have a war with Russia. This is crazy talk, ladies and gentlemen. This is how it accelerates. And you've seen all the sanctions, they're now going both ways. You're seeing China get pulled in, the rhetoric now, well, maybe it's not rhetoric, but you're seeing what the US is saying about China. China's now responding, um, getting very upset with some of the things because the US is trying to pull China in and make them take sides. This is just escalating and it's getting even worse day by day. The other thing this is doing is it's pushing away a lot of countries. It's making them take a side and it's pushing them away from the US dollar towards the yuan. Now, for those of you who have been saying in, in the comments, we need to stop this. We don't want all these countries going to the yuan. And then the same people are advocating for policies 
that push people, uh, push countries towards the yuan away from the dollar. What do you think is going to happen now with these sanctions against Russia? They are going to start transacting in ruble and yuan for energy. People got upset last week because I said all of these Western companies that just left Russia. I said that is a ridiculous thing to do. That is like me going into Russia, buying a house and then saying, I don't like what's going on in Ukraine. I'm, you can keep the house and I'm going to walk away. How is that a sanction against them? If I were the Russian government, I would say, thanks, Neil. That's very kind of you. Thank you for that house. So all these companies that have walked away now, they think they've done uh, everyone a big favor. No, Russia is nationalizing these businesses and assets. Hasn't done anyone a favor. Now, look, I'm not saying there shouldn't be actions to certain actions and whatever. Obviously, there has to. There has to be some responses to anything that goes on anywhere, whether you agree with it or not. There has to be actions. That's not the point I'm making here. The point I'm making is sometimes these actions can accelerate things and make it worse. And people say, well, Neil, what's the solution then? You're saying that's a bad move. What, what is the solution? Guys, I don't have the perfect answer for everything. I'm just saying that sometimes you can make things even worse. It's like all the people that were saying during COVID, it's a great thing that we're now getting more AI and more robotics because it means people can stay at home and be safe. Well, now look, those people are trying to get back into the workplace and it's not quite that easy to go into some of the jobs from before because a lot of these jobs don't exist anymore. A lot of companies ramped up their robots and AI and everything else and it has taken away jobs from the workplace. Now, yes, there are absolutely an abundance of jobs in the workplace. There are, but it's not quite as simple as just looking at it on a one-for-one -one basis. Some of these jobs are not suitable for a lot of people that left the workplace during the 2020-21 period. And then, of course, we have uh, so many people now that still don't want to go back to work. Uh, as you know, I do mentoring. Many of you book mentoring sessions with me. I was mentoring a young lady just last week and it was actually her parents that paid for the session. They wanted me to speak with her and, and everything else. This young lady, and I won't tell you too much about her, but she has a, a very good degree and she has a very good uh, paying job, or should I say she did. She doesn't want to go back into the workplace. Now, she's only in her mid-20s. She only just graduated, went into the workplace, got this fantastic job. She doesn't want to ever go back to the workplace. But the, the challenge is her role is an in-person type role. She has to be on location at least 50% of her work. And I, I spoke to her, Look, I'm not going to get into all the health stuff around this, but I said, you know, are you sure you don't want to go back into the workplace? You're only 25. You're very fit and healthy and um, all this. And she said, absolutely not. I'm never, you know, two or three years, I'll reconsider it. And unfortunately, this is now what is going on. A lot of people, no underlying health issues, nothing like that, simply are too afraid to go into the workplace because of what the media have done to people with the government over the last two years. And now for them, the media and the government to just do this complete U-turn and say, everything's fine, everyone go back. We're just going to treat this like the common cold now. Uh, we're just going to have to live with it. It's not that simple. The damage, the psychological damage has already been done to people. And now you compound this with everything else that's going on. We now have a war. We now have all these other countries getting involved. We have rhetoric going all around to different countries. A lot of countries and leaders upset. Um, you have this in a period of great 
crisis and uncertainty and it is converging to build up to something very very bad now i believe we're going to go into a deep recession i can't tell you exactly when it's going to come but all of the indicators that i use and there's a lot of them they are all flashing the same code red and that is going towards a deep recession and of course we've already seen this wealth divide getting bigger and bigger and bigger just read history, do what I do, read history, and you will see how this always, and almost always, I think there was one period under, under Solon where it didn't end that way, and they did a form of socialism where they just stole all the money from the rich and they gave it and they redistributed and made it all even. That's one of the only cases though of this ending peacefully. At nine times out of 10, or even 19 out of 20 times, this ends non-peacefully. You understand what I'm saying here, this is not a good situation. Just look at what came out in the news today about, uh, or yesterday, about Costco selling out of all of their emergency food supplies, other companies selling out of all of their emergency food supplies. Why do you think that is? Do you think this is just a coincidence that all, all of a sudden they, they ramped up their orders on this, but yet they're still sold out? No, people are preparing in their minds. They know something is, is coming and, and they're preparing for it. They just don't know what it is. And I was watching this press conference just a few days ago where someone was saying, well, this, if you don't like the high um, fuel prices at the pump, buy an electric car, at least that's green energy. And I was thinking, does this person even know the statistics on where the electricity comes from? Do they know the fuel sources used for generating electricity? And you can look at this on a country by country basis. It is not, you know, majority green energy. Even if a lot of it is from solar and wind, they still have to have natural gas um, plants and other things idling in the background because ramping up these, um, you know, these, these energy plants, these fossil fuels, even though it's, it's not fossil, but anyway, it, ramping up these energy plants um, just to hit the, the load demand at the time, it, it's very inefficient. You know, there's a lot of difficulties around this renewable energy uh, transition. But telling people to go out and spend 30, 40, 50,000 pounds, dollars, euros on an electric car, that's not the solution. It's, it's, you know, and what happens when the battery starts to go on the car? There's a lot of issues here. The battery costs are very high and the mining commodities as well are getting more expensive, meaning that these things are going to go up in price in the future as well. And even on, in fact, let's move from prices to talking about money. The amount of ATMs that are running out of cash at the moment. Again, I said this over a year ago that this would start happening because they want to transition away from physical cash. And that's why I always have cash. So look, we've got, you know, pounds and euros and dollars. I've always got cash because even though I think it is trash, it's very important to have some cash on hand. Cash is usually the first thing that goes and is very hard to get. Look at what's happened in Russia and Ukraine as examples. Trying to get cash dollars out of the bank or, or even you know local currency, very, very difficult indeed. So just plan that ahead, have some cash. The other thing is gold and silver. Okay, I haven't talked about this a lot um, recently, but uh, I do talk about it in my private community a lot, gold and silver. Have you watched my playlist on how to invest into gold and silver? How to actually buy this? And again, let's not call it an investment, but holding this as money. Just look back hundreds of years. This has always done well when we've had high periods of inflation or even hyperinflation or serious banking crises. This stuff has always done well. 
So I'll post a link below this video so you can watch that playlist. I'll also post a couple more links below that shows you where I personally buy gold, silver in the UK, USA, and, and globally, actually, there's a, there's a bullion vault that I use as well. So I'll post these links for you because that is what I'm about. That's what this channel is about. It's about helping you, helping you to prepare. That's what the private community is about. We go into a lot more detail on all of this, uh, very, very granular on, on everything. But look, the message of today is please prepare. This is urgent now. You can't just keep leaving this. A friend of mine I was speaking to, I said, have you started buying food? Have you, you know, stockpiled some food? No, I've still only got one or two. I only keep two days, I think he said, of food in the cupboards. This to me is crazy to just not keep any food at home and go to the grocery store every couple of days after work. Learn the lessons from what was it, March time 2020. Learn the lessons when the stores were stripped bare. I've seen this, ladies and gents, with my own eyes, not just in the UK and, and Spain and other uh, Western nations. When I was uh, a soldier, when I was in the army, I went to lots of different nations that were having conflicts and difficulties. And, you know, being uh, in civilian clothing, shall we say, and just going around the markets and the stores and things, I've seen what happens when things break down. And it goes like that. It is fast. Sometimes within a few hours, the stores are stripped bare. That's if they haven't tried to close it, which doesn't help because people just smash in. You know, start preparing for these things now. Cash, have some gold and silver, uh, make sure you've got some food. Just start with the basics. Look at me. I've gotten out of the big cities. I'm nowhere, I'm in a, an island now. I'm very rural. I really love it here. I feel like I'm, if anything happens, at least I'm well protected. And I would really love if all of you watching, every single one of you start moving towards some form of protection for yourself. I'll feel a lot better. I'll sleep a lot better at night. Uh, and it will help me to not have to do so much damage control later on with trying to help you here on the channel. Just try and do what you can, um, even if it's just small things for you, for your family, for your community. Um, I think this is really going to help. So I'll leave it there today, but thank you so much for watching. Take care. God bless. And another video will pop up on screen now that, that you can watch. It'll probably help you with, with this um, situation. So see you all next time.